Welcome to another episode of Beer and Backfire Podcast. Today we are joined by Adam and Kate. What's going on? Hi. This is this is Pierce <laughs> and Corey. What is uh what is everybody drinking before we get started? I am drinking a Samuel Adams Porch Rocker. It's a Radler. Mm. Judge me as you will. I like it. Mm. Okay. I've got a Untitled Art Coconut Milk Stout, which is very good, actually. I tried a coconut milk cider yesterday from Busky that was really good. It was interesting. Mm. I have not heard of that. Yeah, that definitely sounds terrible. (laughs) Surprisingly, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. We were drinking uh, Bold Rock Ginger. Is that the ginger and turmeric one? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old standby. What is it? Oh, yeah. PBR. PBR. Yes, sir. Classic. <laughs> awesome. Jinx. It's the people's beer version. <laughs> it is. So, we've been talking about having these guys on for a while now, actually. Since we started. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Because <laughs> they're pretty much like the only people I've known at the track for the last while. And <laughs> they've let me hang out with them, which is cool. Um, but yeah, why don't you all introduce yourselves? And He's lonely. Hey, when no one else goes to the track and I'm there by myself, I thought yeah. like, i got to find somebody to answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. So usually we start with how you got into cars. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, yeah. yeah. I got into cars from my dad. Uh, Another actually. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he owned uh, 301 Auto Repair and Aggressive Motorsports in Mechanicsville. And uh, this was around the days of like the Nopi Nationals and all that stuff at Dinwiddie Drag Strip. Um, so... Basically, he, he took me there when he was a vendor and everything, and that really kind of got me into the car culture as yeah. far as drag racing first. I feel like no people do that. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, that really opened it up, and it's just kind of progressed from there into road course racing and whatever I can do to scratch that itch. What was your first car? First car was uh, actually a CRX. Um, it was never extremely roadworthy, but I traded it for a uh, 95 Eclipse which I consider oh. like my actual first yeah. roadworthy car. So cool. cool, another DSM. Yeah. Oh yeah. What uh, all-wheel drive turbo or just front-wheel drive 420A? Unfortunately, okay. but it was a fun car, and if I had anything more than that at that age, yeah, it would not have been good. <laughs> That's fair. So, have you had any other interesting cars? Or did you go straight from the Eclipse to the CRV? Um, after the Eclipse, honestly, I got the Civic, and I rocked that for several years and then finally got the CRV two years ago yeah what, what's the Civic yeah what's the sitch on that I haven't actually seen that uh, it's still sitting in the garage being built okay um, but so yeah. the CRV is not the main car we're thinking that it's gonna start to be the main car yeah, yeah I yeah. think we're gonna do a little little change up yeah. yeah so that'll probably be the ridiculous time attack one is the CRV but uh, the Civic is still getting I already have a roll cage for it um, it's got a really nice rear seat delete. Yep, rear seat I saw delete. Saw that those and, pictures. Uh, so it's a sedan then. It's a it's a coupe, yeah. A coupe, yeah. Well, so what is it? It's a uh, it's a '98 uh, EJ8. EJ. Yep. And uh, sticking with the D series, but it's a D15B. I uh, got the Brian Crower Stage Two kit, uh, all that for the head. So it's gonna be cams making a little bit of power. It'll it'll be fun. Is that sound nice? That's not a VTEC engine. It is. It a is a VTEC engine. Yep. Okay. It originally came a uh, dual stage VTEC, so from you know zero to thirty five hundred RPM, it was in twelve valve mode, um, and then it switches from that to fifty five hundred RPM is your sixteen valve mode, and then from there all the way up to seventy three hundred RPM is VTEC. 
Mm. Um, so now you get it tuned on a USDM ECU and it is always in 16 valve mode. And then wherever you, you tune your switch from twelve valve to sixteen valve mm-hmm. with what the kind of with weird. the JDM ECU, <laughs> yeah. What the what? That was like their economy uh, engine with a little bit of pep behind it as well. I've like, never heard of that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like cylinder <clears throat> shutdown only. It's valve, valve shutdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had two VTEC solenoids, so yeah, the first wild. one would would flip, and then the the second one would flip open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is, this is really random, but I, w- I was watching uh, Final Gear, fin- mm. not Final Gear, the other one. Um, Grand Tour? Grand Tour, thank you. I can never remember the name of that show for some it's reason. It's poorly named. It is poorly named. But anyways, um, the, it was the, the Hot Hatch episode of the most recent season, okay. if you've seen it. So it was the Rabbit GTI, the Fiesta ST, and the the Yaris, like, G-R-M-N. Oh, I did that? see that, yes. Yeah. Which has a supercharged 2ZZ in it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Huh? How does that fit in the Yaris? <laughs> right. Just not barely fits in the But yeah, uh, Hammond was saying that the uh, Fiesta, I guess maybe the European model is three cylinder. Yeah, the ne- mm-hmm. the new generation is a three cylinder. And then they shut down one, so it, <laughs> it, for like economy driving, it literally just runs on two cylinders. Wow, wow. <laughs> Which is bonkers to me, but yeah. it still makes like almost two hundred horsepower. <laughs> Everything's yeah. going like super tiny with turbo now. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, everything I've heard about that that next gen Fiesta ST is that it's awesome, but we will not get it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't no. Nissan also supposed to be doing like a three cylinder turbo or something like that right now? That I like could the tell new you. Bird or whatever it's no called. No idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know they have their whole Datsun brand now in yeah. China. I think that's where they developed it. Buy a Geo Metro and already be ahead of yeah. the curve. Just have three cylinders already. Or, there you go. Well, let's see, mine is, mine is four cylinders, so Aww. I'm cheating, I guess. <laughs> is it apparently it's a Japan? real Suzuki? Huh? <laughs> no, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> apparently in Japan there was a 1.6 liter four cylinder twin cam. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, right? <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. So I got, I got to figure that out and find that swap. Yeah, I don't know. Or I could just put like a 4AG in and call it a day. Yeah, or that. <laughs> so, what gave you the crazy idea to track a CRV? Well, can, can I can I take a oh, step back yeah. from that? <laughs> you, so your dad got you into going to the track. What was your yeah. first event like? Um, introduction to performance like, riding. Yeah, introduction to like like you know circuit track kind of thing. Um, well, yeah, my dad did all the, the drag strip stuff, uh, right. but then actually, uh, Ricky Wilmoth, um, he helped me figure out how to get into, uh, autocross. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I've always, you know, kind of seen people do it and everything, but I never really knew how to sign up when the events were going to be, etc. So he really helped, uh, get my foot in the door with that. And, you know, same website that you sign up for autocross has many different other events that you can sign up for. So I just kind of started browsing and see what I might try next. And you actually found something on Motorsport Reg? That yeah. site is so hard to navigate. Right? <laughs> it definitely is, but I don't even, is it still a thing now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it was definitely hard to navigate, but I mean, once you find something and, and get in with that club, it's, it's pretty easy to yeah. stick with them. My experience with that website was always like similar to Blackboard. Did you ever yes. use Blackboard? <laughs> oh, sweet yeah. God. So never a good experience. Uh, no, yeah. It was like every time you finally found where you were going, like what you needed to do, you'd be like, okay, here I am. And like you're clicking on it, you're like, doing it, and then you submit, and the website shuts down. Yep. And yeah. You start all over. Yep. <clears throat> you never find it again. Yeah. Right. Basically. Yeah. That's, that's like one area that I think 
VMSC specifically really could could benefit from is, is more social media absolutely awareness because like I, what you just said like I didn't you didn't know where to sign up or when the events were like mm-hmm. I feel like there there's a real opportunity there for them to grow if they pushed the online presence more yeah absolutely did you see the VMSC like canceled a bunch of their events yeah mm-hmm. their insurance like well, no our, ours insurance yeah yeah our, our air got bought and the new insurance company instead of charging like fifteen thousand dollars a day well they apparently they had a, a death and that oh, changed a okay. lot of things mm-hmm. um i think it was like the actual circle track that had the death but yeah. that has affected the whole racetrack yeah. and has you know yeah, unfortunately so like so like just to do things MSC in the parking out. lot it like uh, it made the insurance like ten times more. Yeah, they need a ridiculous amount events. of coverage. Yeah, which they were still doing the Spirit Japan drift events there. So I don't know mm-hmm. what's don't know. the situation with that. Are they not? They must covered? be able to afford it. Um, yeah, I, guess I don't know. That's the only thing I can right. think of. Didn't Spirit JP also sign like a yearly contract with RIR? So did VMSC though. I don't mm-hmm. know that they did. I feel like they kind of do it weekend by weekend. Really? That wouldn't make sense, though. I mean, they have all their events planned. That's true. Why wouldn't they just... Uh, we should get Audi. Mm. Chinary, or whatever her name is, down here. Yeah. She's a little more female perspective. Yeah. yeah. Audi's amazing. Yeah. She is. Mm-hmm. Speaking uh, of female perspectives. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can move on to I that. mean... Sure. So what's up, Kate? Well, enough about Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like to think that I am his... Uh, one woman pit crew, mm-hmm. his pit crew chief. Absolutely. Um, yeah, been in the cars for uh, definitely before him. I used to see like lifted Jeep Cherokees driving down the road. Like, nice. oh, I want one of them. So, <laughs> you know, I figured the best way to learn how to do something is to just dive right in. So I went ahead and bought one, and that got me my real start in the like, wrenching and you know the world of aftermarket parts and performance and all the different things you can do and very cool. cool yeah started working at a service shop did you what do you do i actually don't know anything about you i actually work at a subaru performance shop in richmond good enough garage yep work okay. at gng motorsports um specializing in subarus shout out to gng yes <laughs> we do maintenance we do performance parts we do it all for subarus mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do a lot of things with um um, what is the name of that? There's like an aftermarket company that's here in Richmond that does Subaru engines or something like that, right? Am I making that up? Hmm. Um, there's IAG. That's the one, in, IAG, uh, yeah. Like Maryland-ish. Okay, they, right, yeah, yeah. they make um, like stage blocks. And they do a lot yeah. of aftermarket performance parts, and they've been very good to us. Cool. Yeah. is a gold yep, we're a dealer. Gold dealer, and we're also now a certified installer. So we can install your IAG engine blocks, and nice. you get this really nice two-year warranty, and that's cool. It's a pretty great yeah. deal. Damn, we are very, very proud of the status yeah. that that we that's have. That's really cool. Yeah. Fantastic. Very awesome. Do you have a Subaru? I don't actually have yeah. a Subaru. I'm kind of there's there's some talk um, maybe going to like an RS. Um, it's a nice little mm, starter. Yeah. 2.5 RS. Yeah. Yeah. Me that's too. A, that's a, that's, that's what we right here. <laughs> Like yes. a GC? Yeah, GCC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a couple little cute ones around Richmond, so mm-hmm. maybe there will be a, a Kate driven yeah. GC on the track here someday. You know, you can't fit kid seats in those, though. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to make the, the race car dream happen. So. Yeah, that's yeah. why you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? It's a perfect 
family car. Yeah, yeah. You could track the element. Could. We definitely it's could. It's got coilovers on yeah, it. Yeah, it's big. <laughs> Does it have coilovers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's my like, element's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what did you, did like, they actually make exclusive, like, yeah. Coilovers for the element, or is it just mm-hmm. CRD yeah, coilovers that they fit? they had uh, tame element really? coilovers? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Fortunato actually makes CRV specific coilovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nudge nudge. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I went the other way. Coilovers, mine. Yeah, <laughs> two coilovers. We we do want another one to lift. But yeah. yeah, that's fun. This man. one's already a pit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean that was easy. You know, it was. Um, I want to say I spent like eight hundred dollars total on the lift. Yeah, it's the wheels and tires. Very doable. Yeah, and what then you do like that aerogenic spacers, or just do full springs and and struts. I did. Um, I don't remember the name of the company, but they're strut spacers. So it's like a yeah. two inch spacer on the top of the struts. So then I had to get the Moog adjustable ball joints for the front, and then there's like camber links that you get for the rear mm-hmm. to adjust your uh, camber back out. Good deal. Um, and I did the Abok. No. I bought what, what's uh, hold on what are Bilstein Bilstein shocks ah, mm-hmm. nice um, stock springs actually I wanted to keep a little bit of ride comfort yeah um, and then what else is on that thing BFG KO2s I'm on Jeep Cherokee basket weave wheels hmm. nice and I guess that's it as far as the suspension goes yeah take it whatever you want yeah and <laughs> uh, I mean I had it at the off road uh, experience last year at Hyperfest they didn't let me do the river run because it got flooded out yeah um but I did get to go uh, like through one of the little back trails that they had. Cool. It was a lot of fun. It does pretty good. I mean, nice. It's a sweet the, little car. Yeah. That's um, sweet. The rear end definitely needs a locker. But other yeah. than that, I mean, it's the front wheel drive like lets you climb over things better than I feel like like a Jeep would. You, you know, keep that pedal mash. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's good. Yeah, my but way. I had no experience with going fast in it at all. So <laughs> they're sketchy. It's scary. Going. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely taken a a build up to to be able to sling it into a corner. Yeah, yeah you get thrown around in there. Yeah, yeah. For The sure. first time it went sideways when I spun out was very scary. <laughs> that was a pucker. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, does it feel like you're gonna like roll over? Or, like what? No, no. That's why the first time I was worried, but as soon yeah. as it happened, I was like, wow, that honestly felt more planted than my Civic did when that spun out at autocross. Mm. So, cool. send it. <laughs> yeah. So he daily drives the CRV. So he yeah. real, I mean, he puts I mean, 500 miles on it a week. So he knows the ins and outs of it. He knows yeah. exactly what it's gonna do yeah. in every single condition and every turn, so. That's definitely the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all the seat time that he has definitely, you know, shows when he drives it. He knows exactly what it's gonna do. Yep. So we'll see what the Civic's like when whenever that's ready. <laughs> You're gonna hate it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Front wheel drive versus somewhat all wheel drive. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. You're gonna call it that. I mean, yeah. You said you have uh, some aftermarket rear differential clutches or something, right? Or were you just no, that's what I'm looking into. Okay. Yeah. Because right now, if I launch it, you know, the the rear diffs screams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there a way? Because I know the rear diff only activates, like it only sends power to the rear when the front is slipping. Is there mm-hmm. a way to kind of like lock that so it's always on? Like, is there an aftermarket like clutch pack for the? There really isn't any kind of. It is a yeah. night, there's no locker for the rear diff. Yeah, you can get aftermarket clutches. Apparently, he was telling me about mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. at Dominion the other week. Yeah, aftermarket clutch packs that you can replace in the uh, the rear diff. Um, they make a quick spool kit. Um, for the rear diff as well so that way you know 
it doesn't really have to slip nearly as much or anything. Yeah. Once, it, once it gets that first slippage, it's going to engage and stay engaged. Um, so there's that as well. Um, they just recently came out with a limited slip differential for the actual transmission for the CRV yes. as well. Awesome. Um, so that'll be nice. And Is then that, some people will actually put a uh, the vicious coupler from the uh, Civic wagons into their drive shaft, hmm. and it, apparently that helps out as well with putting some power to the rear. Interesting. Frankenstein it. Huh. I yeah. still have that coupler actually really from my Civic wagon. Ah. Yes, I do. If you want to make some money, man, <laughs> sell it. Because mine's not automatic. For a lot of money. Really? Yeah. So like mine's six hundred bucks or more. Mine is an automatic, so would I be able to use the LSD you were talking about or not? Nah? Is that just like um, the only thing? I mean, you'd have to look into it. But yeah, I don't I know mean, what the final drive is the same or what, but... Yeah, I, I wouldn't think it would be an issue, but mm. definitely look into it. I'm definitely going to look into but that viscous coupler from my old drive. People wagon, are buying like, that stuff. Because that like transmission that I have is like, it, the case is cracked, but mm -hmm. the internals are perfectly fine. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. People are buying those up like gold. And if you have the drive shaft, like the full drive shaft from it, okay. No, I don't. I was going to say if you oh, did, then you're man. sitting on a landmine. Yeah. <laughs> so you've, you've, you've built the CRV up to be a track car. That's <laughs> car. Yeah. Uh, so, and you're building the Civic. So are you going to like, once the Civic is done, are you going to stop tracking the CRV? Or like, what's, I guess, what's the plan there? I'm going <laughs> to mostly track both. Yeah. Um, but the CRV will be what I continue to actually make ridiculous. Mm. Um, I think it became apparent to us after Grid Life, which was at Summit Point. Um, it's a very well-known, you know, time attack event. Um, a lot of big names there, and a lot of great cars and really awesome builds. Um, yeah. I think we found out there that the CRV will, you know, it really turns a lot of heads. Yeah, for sure. and, you know, we kind of like that. We like being different and something that nobody else has ever seen before. And yeah. I think it it would be really great to, you know, go full time attack build with CRV. It's something that's never been done before. And yeah. we, we like to say, you know, we know everybody knows somebody that has a CRV and like that, that could be yeah. you. Like we're just regular people out there racing this really yeah. crazy car that we built in our backyard that started off with just coilovers yeah i mean like, just get out there and do it <laughs> yeah can i mean can i just say that it's basically an evo right because it probably weighs about as much as like an evo 9 probably yeah it's a two liter right yeah yeah just, uh, just with like 120 some well, okay but <laughs> you know but yeah i mean as far as weight and all that yeah yeah i mean they're pretty similar we're gonna yeah. get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not anymore. Evo's not a it's, CRV. It's like Parma test for two seconds. It's a Honda Rally Yard. It's a what? It's a Honda Rally Yard. Rally Yard. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We're not, we're not gonna get any more hate than Mighty Parma test for too sexy or. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, or twisted. Yeah. Daring to call too, too sexy an Evo. So yeah. stupid. <laughs> those, both of those builds drive me absolutely bananas. I'm, yeah, you, I'm well, so sick of them. They're you can so leave. Dumb. They're so stupid. I have not. So stupid. I haven't kept up with Mighty Car Mods in a while. They just bored. It's gotten boring to me. That's a shame. I think they're more interesting now than they ever have been, honestly. But I liked it when they were just like in. They're doing a lot of flames driveway. Right, but now they're doing like all the uncut videos where it's literally just like an hour and a half of them. Like they just put new lifters and rockers in the Evo, and it was just literally just an hour and a half uncut, just them. 
doing the work mm. and turning the wrench the whole time and like and there was no music montages or cutaways or anything so I was into it having never ever been under the hood of an Evo you know yeah, yeah. So tell us about Hyperfest <laughs> yeah how was that Hyperfest was fun was so um, much fun yeah Hyperdrives was fun um, but I'm definitely doing the HPD next year I know y'all were able to go pretty pretty quick um, I don't know if you got caught behind any no trains. I see yeah you're um Man, I was telling my instructor that dude with the Sienna, I mean, he f ruined your session. Yes, yep. that was really frustrating yeah. to watch. I yeah. mean, I had yeah. to hit like five times just to get a, a halfway clean lap each time. Really? Yeah, it was. I mean, for, for 50 bucks though, for hyperdrives, you can't really complain. Um, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they say racing is, you know, a gentlemanly sport. And if, if you see somebody in your rear view that wasn't there before, you should. Yeah. Move on over there. It, it almost yeah. seems like it's the responsibility of the instructor at that point. Absolutely. Like, hey, well, the instructor. They should I mean, the instructor literally like had his arm out the window, like you know, mm -hmm. he was just chilling. He was just along for the ride. I don't think he could do anything about it. You know, I mean, he was. I mean, you tell the he was driver to do a point by. That's or well, I mean, I mean he, he was. He let was the train by. Pass. But there's only a certain amount yeah. of actual lane where you can point by, and it's like two cars max, maybe three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that it was the hyperdrives were on Patriot course, so it was the the short, very short. The there was only one there. passing zone, yeah. which yeah, you know, isn't very helpful. Definitely doing HPD next year because uh, there are quite a few trains, <laughs> yeah. and I hit every single one. It was a great, I mean, introductory to VIR. It was our first time mm -hmm. there, and you know, so yeah. many people, and it being such a big event, it was nice to be able to have time to go see Vendor Row and go yeah. see the shows and go, you know, watch the off roading and get to watch mm -hmm. other kinds of racing and walk through the pits. So it yeah. was it was great for our first time to have that extra time Absolutely. <laughs> that the hyperdrives allowed us. My hyperdrive was great actually. I didn't get I didn't really hit any traffic, honestly. Nice. Right. Um, your second session you had traffic also? I think I did in both sessions. I, I really? hit each one, yeah. Wow. Even uh, after I went off track, I got back on track and pushed it again, caught up to people and had to pit again mm -hmm. after. Wow. My my hyperdrive was weird. There were there was literally one flagger. On the whole course? Oh, on the whole course, yeah. Wow. And I don't recall that I ever got a flag or I even like saw one. I never saw any flags. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the only time that I ever had to let anybody by was when the instructor that I had informed me that there was like somebody that was on my bumper or whatever but the I mean it was like so the first time I let somebody by it was like a Corvette and so he just took off and mm -hmm. the last I saw him then the second time it was like an STI and right after you right, right after the passing lane is that like downhill corkscrew thing and like he went way wide and like I ended up like it was I I I felt good about myself on my hyperdrive because I was able to hug the bumper of an STI for like two laps and then after he finally pulled away, I flagged, I mean, I'm sorry, I pointed by a 370 Nismo and I, I hugged him for the whole rest of the session. He, nice. he was following my lines was the only reason. And then on the straightaway, when I pointed him by, he took me over because he has three times the horsepower that I did. Mm -hmm. But then in the turns, he was useless. Yeah. He didn't have the lines. I, I just made me feel good about myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so I think that I will definitely do at least the hyperdrives again next year. Um, get the RX-7 out there finally <laughs> doing things on it track looked, it looked good on track yeah 
It does look good, I gotta mm-hmm. say. It really does. Say. That picture the of... The pictures are so good. The picture of it right in front of the STI, yeah. like, it's weird, because your car is closer to the camera, mm-hmm. but it still looks so <laughs> yeah. tiny compared yeah. to the Subaru. Yeah. It was good. It was a blast. And it was hot. Yes. yes. Hot was. weekend. Yeah. I think that was the first hot, like, really hot weekend of the year. Like, I don't remember it being in the mid-90s with that kind of humidity yet this year. No. Except until then. I think that might have been the hottest Hyperfest I've ever been to also. Absolutely. Oh, you think so? Humidity. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not usually that hot. At least it wasn't wet. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard some horror stories last about last year. It was, was wet one. Really bad. Sad. It was the wet one. Be very disappointed. I'm not sure, honestly, I'm not sure which one I preferred, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> die of sweat yeah, or well, die of wet? I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd rather not have all of my stuff get wet than... Yeah. You know, I don't mind being hot as long as I can drink some water. Yeah. But just having, having to stay under the tent the whole time sucks that honestly like made it worse for me though like the orange one like I felt like it let sunlight in oh and yeah just, like kept it there oh. it was like maybe. an oven that, yeah, that thing was pretty rough yeah that it was, was enormous though it was it was big that was our first time camping together and that was pretty fun which yeah. is crazy because y'all are in a CRV it's like the perfect camp at the right. it vehicle it doesn't have the full flat seats it doesn't? Yeah. No, no it's an LX there's only certain ones have fold flats? Yes. yes. Uh, the element does. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we might might camp out of that some year. Just bring yes. both of them next time. Uh, Trailer the CRV. a long drive. Oh. Yeah, well. I don't know if the element has the power to tow the CRV. It's it doesn't. Okay. It does not have. It I was does. I was looking into tow vehicles and K-Pop I looked at elements. Life. Yeah. They can tow fifteen hundred pounds. Keep yeah. out the life. <laughs> Jeez. If we cut the <laughs> CRV in half. Yeah. yeah it <laughs> might maybe. But not even on a two wheel dolly. <laughs> If we don't take a trailer, <laughs> I'll still put the uh, the four wheeler in the back of the element. Yep. And bring oh, it yeah. Drive it truck. right in. Yeah. Totes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. definitely um, need a pit vehicle. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say. Yeah. That makes something motorized is very sure. helpful. Or at least like a bicycle or something. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, that is a yeah, big, that's... big place. I feel like you could, mm-hmm. like, if you got a bunch of the um, what's that foldable Honda. Oh, moped. I um, remember the moto combo. Yeah, yeah but if you like, if you had like, like ten moto combos, you could just rent them out at the fest <laughs> and make all your. That's moto awesome. Combos. Yeah, that's what we need. Except people shoot. could just throw them in their trunk and leave and just <laughs> steal them. As long as you get your money up front, you know, yes. low jack, low jack a moto combo. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, so what? What do you got coming up next? What for you guys as far as events goes? Uh, there's the the Spring Fest, so I got to try and clean my car up and make it as presentable as possible, uh-huh. which will be very difficult, but I'll make it happen. <laughs> it's not um, exactly a show car, but I mean yeah. it's not in bad shape. No, no, not by any means. But it's, I'm gonna be parked. Yeah, I'm gonna be parked beside uh, Landon Eaton and his beautiful oh. blue Civic. So the fact that he is getting rid of that car. Oh, it's heartbreaking! Year, it's me. so sad. That car is so sick. It it's is the epitome set up of perfectly. Right. I don't it know that the, I know what car we're talking about. It's a blue EM one. No, I. It is. Oh man! All right, hold on. Yeah. This is gonna be really terrible. For it's got a ton of spoon. Isn't it what? Like a Type R. It's got a ton it's, of spoon parts. It's got a Type R engine. It's, it's yeah. Right. Got all spoon engine parts. Uh, I want to say he's got the spoon LSD and the trans as well. Oh, wow. Um, EM1 is the, well that weird hatchback SI thing, right? No. no this it's a, is a, it's a, the, a the two-door coupe. coupe. Yeah. Okay. Um, the SI of the 
96 to, or, no, I guess it would just be 99 2000. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Landon what? Eaton. Eaton. It's this car. I post I post pictures yeah, of it fairly regularly. So I'll be parked beside it's, that. It is absolutely <laughs> incredible. So I that is to, an actual uh, race car. Yeah, well. Yeah. I need to clean my car up quite a bit. I mean, but uh, after if that. If you've been to any car shows around Richmond, you've you've probably seen this kind of well, he will be parting it out uh, at the end of the season. So if you need any spoon parts, uh... <laughs> he got a bunch of money you want to blow. Like I get, I get why he's parting it out rather than selling it because he'll make so much more money. Doing he wants to do the yeah. family thing, and I don't fault him for that. But oh man, yeah. that car! If he sold that car for, he could probably sell that car for like twenty grand. To that's right. I think that's, that's about that yeah. Uh, if you want a turnkey race car, that is that is the one. <laughs> yep, absolutely. It will be at Attack the Dragon in October. And then I think he's going to come to, uh, I'm going to do the full course and grand course VR HPD. Oh, dear God. On July? Um, don't, is it July? I think it is at the end of July. Oh. Something like that. Oh, man. There's one on. They're, they're doing grand course? They're going to do grand course as well. That is long. Yeah. Isn't wow. it like five miles? Yeah, because it's <laughs> it's the full course plus like you go up the back straight after Oak Tree where we camp, and you then you instead of going all the way over that hill, you turn into and do Patriot course and then rejoin wow. the track. Yeah. So it's like all of the track. All. Of it's the track. sick. It's gigantic. One lap is like five miles. Wow. <laughs> it's oh, look, you can see it on my shirt. It's where it says "bitch" over here is yep. where you turn into right the Patriot course. Bitch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name oh. of the turn. And the name of the turn is in, the bitch. Yeah. Just bitch. And then up and out. Bitch. Just okay. Bitch. Yeah. Okay. So it's, he'll probably it's sick. he'll probably be at that event as well. Is it actually so. a bitch? Yeah. Because yeah. it's over the hill yeah. off camera. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> Slow down. Nice I gotta say honestly, I've never even like noticed a connection point anywhere. Yeah. The whole, everything is because you can divide it up into a north course and a south course too. Mm -hmm. So you can basically wow. the wow. top half of Patriot course. You run, you can connect that, and that's the north course, and the bottom half of Patriot, that's the south course. So you can run two tracks at the same time there if you want. that makes me like a VIR noob or something, I don't know. <laughs> it's in Forza. I mean, South Paddock, where we can, yeah, yeah. that's why that's there, is so that they can, can run, run south course. the south course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're VIR noobs, too. Okay. So. We know some at point, like the back of our hands, yeah. Yeah. but... Not, not VIR. It was pretty <laughs> cool to see... Because we did Grid Life, and then, like, the next weekend or the weekend after was when they did all the, the Supra launch up there. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, fresh coming back from Shenandoah mm -hmm. Circuit, and just all the Supra media that was coming out was on Shenandoah, like, a week later. It's kind of cool. Yeah, um, I think uh, John Felton was uh, able to yeah. put around in one of us for the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, working up there most of the time now, because he's mm -hmm. doing the, the federal like training. agent driving training now yeah dream job right that's pretty like, cool yeah i mean fully besides armored. like maybe like movie stunt driver yeah. you know or... i think he's taken like fully armored like six thousand pound suvs around shenandoah though mm. <laughs> that could <laughs> be a little sketchy yeah i mean you think the crv is cool going around the racetrack imagine a six thousand pound <laughs> a literal SUV. box <laughs> a metal box right but yeah the but doing a ride along with somebody who like knows main course is freaking nuts. Oh my god! Yeah, it's freaking nuts. I said this last Hyperfest. Um, I did a ride along with Eric Madsen. Do you know Eric Madsen? Mm -hmm. He's got he's got a Miata. He has several Miatas. Miatas. He's done. He's been on VIR. I mean, what thirty times? Wow. Probably. I don't know, tons of times. And just 
I mean, riding with him on that course is just, it's fucking bonkers, man. Yeah. Like, I the, said last The turn time, after the rising S's, where it's like that he, left oh my God. over the ridge, is like brain. I, I said it, I said it as soon I as I got out of the car. I was like, I've never trusted anything in my life as much as he trusts the grip of his <laughs> tires. Yep. Not the toilet that I shit on, not the roof over my fucking head. Yep. <laughs> it's I've, crazy, yep. dude. I use that exact 100% reliability in those fucking tires. <laughs> Yeah, when That's I was insane. at uh, NC Car with my instructor, same way. I mean, rear wheel drive, like V6. I didn't find out it was V6 until the end. Mm. I thought it was a V8 Mustang because this thing was like stupid fast. And uh, when we pulled back in, I was it's like, It's still a lot of power even with, compared mm -hmm. to other cars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, I mean, the way that he was, like, he was going up against like actual like V8 uh, Corvettes with the same type of tire that he had. Mm -hmm. But he just mashed it almost constantly and, and same thing just relied on the tires i could feel the car almost like yeah. right at that breaking point mm -hmm. but he just kept in it it's yeah. crazy the other thing too about eric is that like in his old miata he didn't have a roll cage or anything it was just just the stock convertible chassis yes. so like he would literally flick it into a turn and like mm -hmm. wait for that rear end to hook and then he'd make the turn so you like God, uh, it's just so. I went everything out, about it was like. I went out sketchy. with him, uh, not last year, but two years ago. His uh, transmission went out. Oh yeah. So he was he did an entire lap in fourth gear. <laughs> Damn. And with a Miata, you ha if you're not on the throttle, like that's how you straighten the car out is to yeah, be yeah. on the throttle yeah. all the time. Yeah. Otherwise, it just gets real squirrely. Yep. So like being in fourth gear, coming out of like some of the slower turns, was super. Like it just wanted to spin. It was super sketchy because oh you couldn't get the weight on the back. Mm -hmm. Yep. But wow. yeah, riding in riding in a non, just a street car because there's no cage. No, I think he had a roll bar, but no cage, yeah. no nothing. It was just like what the hell. Being in a caged car on that track is so much more like comfortable. <laughs> yeah, because it's imagine. so compared to Dominion, which is like all I'm used to. Vir is so fast. Yeah, like it's so so fast. It's it just it scares the crap out of me. The and first time I go on that track, WRXs can shoot themselves over the barrier wall. And yeah, I mean that was some shit, wasn't it? Did it go over a wall? That, by the way, I'm pretty sure it went over a. It, it, went, it went over there. a guardrail, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It went over a guardrail and into the woods. We're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. It's oh. like sort of oh. like a, a allegedly like a fest group rule. Like we don't talk about this shit so that we can come back next year. Yeah. Okay? Oh my God. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a track. Cars are going to crash. But last year there was a S two thousand that went out into the woods. It didn't go over a wall. But yeah. It went out into the woods. Damn. In the uh, woods or in near, the, it was, went in the middle woods. It was near the hog pen roller coaster area. It went way out to the left. Oh, okay. I remember we, the one there was a full course red. Right. I remember the one that went down in the middle, like the ravine mm -hmm. in the middle. And that yeah. one took him like a day to get out. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. It was that purple thing. It was like a... Um, the Radical? Kit car. Baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I don't remember a Radical going off that bad. I don't know what a Radical is, but it was like a what? kit car, like fiberglass chassis thing. Yeah. Chelsea, where uh, Benji with gears and gasoline went off. Did he? Was he there? Both yeah, of them they were both there. Okay, yeah, there. I thought I saw him at one the point. The Benz. But yeah. I didn't see his car. What is he driving right now? Uh, one of them is Evo. Evo. Uh, and one oh, of them is driving okay. his Forester with... It's, SDI because I didn't. everything. I saw the white guy. And gray. And it was, yeah, like wheels. silver with gold wheels. Yeah. I saw a guy who looked like him, and I was like, that's the dude. So then, like, the next time a session went out, I kept looking for the probe. Mm-hmm. 
Because like, I thought that was brought to the forester out. Huh? It's an escort. Escort, whatever. Uh, and I never saw it, so I, I assumed that it wasn't him after all. Yeah, yeah they were both out there turning laps, and then uh, Tall Ben with the Evo went off uh, right after the S's, the uphill S's. Um, oh, man. I don't know left. if he lifted too early. Uh, that left? Yeah. That's well, the turn, man. Left, yeah, and then as you're coming back up, completing the S's, mm-hmm. that small, small right before the short straightaway. Oh, before oh. that left. So I think he might have maybe lifted as he was turning right because the rear end came out and he slid. You know how it goes? Down like, into the middle. Down, yeah. yeah. At least there's he not there's not a whole lot there. to hit there. So if he you do go it, off and you don't roll, yeah. you'll probably be all right. He said it screwed up his alignment, though. Well, so, there are worse things. Yeah. So I think the, he parked it after that and just filmed. In the fuzzy? And the Evo. 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 Um, ben with the Forester, he, he completed every session, I think. Uh, it was not a radical. It's definitely not a radical. There was a thing that used to go out there a lot. I don't know what it's called, but it's basically a square. Like the yeah, that's is, what I'm talking about. But it's, it's, it's a like, Hayabusa-powered thing. Oh, wow. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but it's freaking crazy. And it went off track, and it went down in the middle of the track. And like, stayed? It was because it like burned itself in the middle of like where there's those trees in the middle of the track like after the so like where we are in South Paddock if yeah. you look towards Patriot Course mm-hmm. you can kind of see Patriot Course and then there's like some trees in the middle oh. of the track down in the middle of everything yeah yeah and that thing like came up over the S's and like came down and like went around the bowl because it was so wet and shit and just like toilet oh, yeah. bowl <laughs> itself right into the middle of the ravine wow and it did like because like a truck went down there to get it and like it's it got stuck oh my god it sound like a bigger truck to get that oh truck. this was, was in like, the wet year yeah this that year. makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait no I can't believe you don't remember that yeah Hyperfest last year kind of sucked but it was still fun but it was like I don't know it was rough this year was a good year it I'm was so glad that it went I enjoyed them both yeah, I, I always. I did it. too. Yeah. It's just I like it better when it doesn't rain. Yeah, that's a fact. Bring up a pop-up camper with AC next year. Yeah. Did you see the one that was um? It was parked behind the um the building thing that's up at Patriot Course, but it was like an A-frame pop-up. So like like one mm. corner comes up and then the other corner comes up. I didn't like see that. It's like a nice tall in the middle thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm looking into those now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I want some with AC. Yeah. yeah. That would be nice. Somewhere to escape to. We were talking about, because we had like, you saw us, there was like 30 of us. Yeah. There. You had a huge like. Yeah. Ridiculous. That, that shit can't happen again, man. Because next year it's going to be like 50 and then next year it's going to be like 100. Yeah. We can't. It was so much fun. We can't let. It was fun. We can't have that many people in our group. Like, I yeah. mean, the amount of people that we had this year is like max capacity. Yes. Because otherwise it's going to get too big for its britches and they're going to come over saying. and say... It's hey. going to be a problem yes. coming up. Yes. But we were also talking about like if we could get that many people to rent one of the rooms in the villas. And just everyone bring I, an air mattress. Because it's I've like heard, $800 for a villa. I was, I was yeah. that's so, extremely hard to get a hold of. Them. Yeah, really? You have, to, like, you have to reserve way. Yeah, yeah, and by the time they release them to the public, like all the Massive big guys time attack guys get them. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be dope. But Did anybody actually see the the crazy like 150 mile an hour drift entry? I did not. I, I saw did. the video of it. Was it Saturday or? It was Friday Saturday. night. Was it Friday, Friday night? She did it okay. Friday night was the practice, and then Saturday was the actual like event. Oh, because she did it with Von Gittin Jr. He was like her lead. Oh, whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I didn't realize it was a. 
A female driver. That's cool. I think that's what I heard. I know the name is Chelsea, but I think it's a dude. Oh, maybe I'm just assuming it was a girl. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a unisex name. Because it was in the Corvette, yeah. Or, uh, excuse me, the um, CTS, right? Uh, I think it was a Mustang though. Yeah. Chelsea Denofa's 155-mile-per-hour drift entry. It was in the Pennzoil Mustang. That's right, that's right. It was yeah. the Mustang. It was like an RTR event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Mustang was the most beautiful car at the whole the event. One. No, it was the yellow Pennzoil one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that car looked good. I, mean, I have my wallpaper going. Here's an old, old Hyperfest from Ew. Summit Point. Whoa. Did I tell you I ran into those guys at what event? What the f*** event was it? It was like a Speed Trend Society event here in Richmond, and they were giving out Whiplash DVDs. Oh no, oh, it was at, uh, it was at uh, Teen Vibes. Teen Vibes in Shenandoah last year. Hmm. Okay. Um, and they were like handing out Whiplash whatever DVDs. Last Sorry, year. that's hilarious. <laughs> and I was wow. like, why do I recognize that name? Wait, they were handing out DVDs last year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was like, why do I recognize that name? Like, where where are you guys from? And they were like, well, we're from Northern Virginia, mostly from Pennsylvania, and or like Maryland and that area and shit. And um, I was like, man, have you guys ever been to like Hyperfest or anything like that? And they were like, yeah, as a matter of fact, we used to go to Summit Point and drift an orange pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude! Yes. <laughs> I was there for that shit. That thing was rad. Have you seen the pictures floating around of, I was just trying to find a back, I don't remember where I saw them, of the, uh, like, super slammed Toyota pickup truck, where, like, th- there's, like, 12 inches worth of body in the entire thing. Yeah. Why are you know what I'm talking about? And, like, the, the wheels are, are, like, up above the fenders. Yeah, they had to, like, oh actually cut rectangles into it for the, the wheels yeah. and tires to go. And, like, the, I, I swear, like, I wouldn't fit in the car, and, like... Like they 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 you cut into the, like they that. cut into the doors. Chelsea's so lowered. Oh, here we go. Nice. What you open in there? This first? is the Evil Twin Sour Sun Saft, which is not a sour. It's an IPA. Yeah, single IPA. And what you couldn't IPA. hear was me grimacing when you were reading off the name because I thought it was a sour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody does. That's why nobody drinks it, which is a shame because it's absolutely one of my favorite beers of all time. Really? Yes, it's so good. I mean. If they didn't want people to think it's a sour, I know. Yeah. I hear you put it. That's why it's like it's like a sleeper IPA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like only the true IPA enthusiasts. So okay. I don't know, okay. All right. Really let's like do one of these real quick. Awesome. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you were talking. We were talking about the Mustang being mm-hmm. piloted by Chelsea. What's whatever is. Who is a guy? Chelsea. Who is a guy? But we thought it was a female, which will no I'm going to use as a really weird segue into Kate. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What so? When you go to the track, it's like 98% dudes, and yep. like the 2% of females that are there clearly don't really want to be there. <laughs> yep, so what's what's it like to be a female in that environment that's into what's going on? Like We would like to do an entire episode of this. Yes, but we can do <laughs> we a little. Awesome. We will get there. But we can do a mini. That's, yeah, this is yeah, a great yeah. starter. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely odd, uh, and it's funny that you mentioned the, the unreluctant or the reluctant females. They uh they want to be supportive, but they kind of just exist. And uh you know, I I've, I've got a real like love for cars and a real love for the sport and you know, a, a genuine interest. Um it's it's shocking to some people that that is a real thing that exists. Like some women do actually like this stuff and you know, people either think that's really cool and they don't believe it or they try and test me. As if, like, 
I should know this race car yeah. driver's blood type or I'm not a true <laughs> fan. Yeah. Like I can, you know, women can like this stuff and they can yeah. be involved. And, you know, I mentioned I'm, you know, Adam's pit crew. So I help him change his tires and, you know, help him read temps and do heavy lifting and huge help. People always say, Oh, Oh, let me help you. Like, let me, let me get that for you. You shouldn't be picking up that tire. Like, I, I got this, yeah. you know, it's, this is a thing that women can do. I, you know, I hate to keep saying that, but we, we do this stuff and mm -hmm. you know, you gotta let me do it yeah. so I can get better. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Do you think um, that you actually want to drive? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I definitely have big plans for driving. Uh, I don't really like to drive the CRV. It, he doesn't run power steering, which I'm just a Do you brat. have power steering in that? I haven't had power Sweet steering. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Super heavy car. That's a large ten car. Inch wide <laughs> tires. And it's got spherical tie rod ends now too. Wow. <laughs> so I mean you're you're building that Civic. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. We are actually trying to go get another car to try and start <laughs> tomorrow that we will be buying for her, hopefully. Do you a little want to more turnkey. Or is that like hush hush? No, we can spill it. Um, Buying Landon Eaton's car? Hey! Plot <laughs> <laughs> twist! That would be freaking sick. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, maybe they already have it, so. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully it's it starts tomorrow movie. and we do get it. Yes, tomorrow. that would be great. Um, but it is a Del Sol SI. Dope! Yes. With a 94 Civic EG front end. Okay. Whoa. Okay, I gotta yeah, so like. Okay. You know, I, I like things different. Uh, it's a really cool blue color. It's uh, like, like the Honda Fit blue. Tealish. Is this is the Those are because they're they're Civic Del Souls. Mm -hmm. Is the suspension and everything the same as the Civics? Mm -hmm. Like is it? So, yeah, it's essentially like platform? a coupe. Yeah, okay. yeah. it's a hatchback, isn't it? It's uh, it's got the little removable top. It's right, but I'm saying like, but I'm sorry, like the chassis is more similar to a hatchback than a coupe, isn't it? Uh, I'll have to look into that completely. Okay, but yeah. uh, I haven't been under it. But the Civics so. of that era had really good suspension. I'm imagining yeah, yeah. the Del Sol yes. also has exactly. Exactly. Yep, It's a great light, tiny platform. Um, I definitely want to go for like a lighter car. Um, I don't want to go too high power. I want to focus more on aero and um, powers overrated. Exactly. It's expensive. And, and then that way I, I can build up to the, the power. power. Yeah. Can we also just talk about what, like, what a great summer car that's going to be? Right. So no, I can't wait. It's Honda's Miata. I'm going to wear my Del Sol. The roll down rear window. The roll down rear yeah. window. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. Holy crap. Yeah. So it's like the Del Sol, the Tundra, and the Forerunner are the only cars I know of that have that roll down rear window like that. The uh, Land Rover did as well. Mm -hmm. Do that. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, all of the Toyota SUVs do, really. No, the Sequoia does not. The okay. Highlander doesn't. Ram4 doesn't. Well, the Highlander's not. All right, whatever. That's not. It's just literally. Anyways, just, it's literally just the Forerunner. Anyways, <laughs> so is this a? What's in the Del Sol SI? It's not the two liter, right? It's a uh, no. 1. It's, 8. it's still a D series. Yeah. In that one, uh, but it does have the the Z6, like the SI VTEC one. Gotcha. Um, and it's already got uh, rear disc brakes and everything. Yeah. So we're gonna slap some uh, some nice brakes on it, some good pads. Put in coilovers. some uh, Motul. It's already got coilovers on it and everything. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah Jason didn't tell us all about it, though. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but uh, they're like functioning forms, but mm -hmm. they at least have adjustable dampening and everything. Mm -hmm. So she'll run those for a good year and a half, and uh, I'll make her run some, you know, <laughs> 400, 300 tread wear tires. Nothing. Keep that, keep that limit. 
Yeah, yes. exactly. She yeah. Adam yeah. is a great teacher. He's um, I, I look at this portion of my life as like the classroom portion of my, my race education. I'm, I'm following the boys around, I'm listening to what they do, I'm watching, I sit in all of Adam's driver meetings and I'm taking it all in and I'm absorbing it and I'm hoping once I finally get out there I'll just crush and that'll be it. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's rad. The Del Sol is four lug, yeah. Yep. Four by one hundred. Four by one hundred. So I have a bunch wheels of wheels. Are every, oh, dude, <laughs> yes, so many wheels. Uh, <laughs> but that. So, will you run the same size tires as you run on the CRV or no? Um, no, we'll actually run a smaller wheel. Yeah, yeah on the street we have a uh, a sixteen by seven uh, set of wheels that will run on that. No, actually sixteen by seven and a half. The Kosi K ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are good wheels. The car will be that teal color, and the okay. Kosi K ones are white. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Definitely very girly, but yeah. you know, no, it's, I, I, I want to be known and say, hey, I'm female. Yeah, no, that's that's a good color combo. Yeah. Then we got some uh, some 15 by 6.5 uh, Koenigs that uh, we got off Ricky, and he also has some... There's some sticky 205s on there. Yeah, he either has yeah. some uh, some slicks that uh, he's going to throw on there for us or some, like, uh, 200 treadwares. But either way, it'll be it'll be nice. That's awesome. But she won't get to use those for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we really like to push building up to things. We yeah. you know start start at the base and work your way up. Don't start out in a giant like six hundred horsepower race car. That that's how you go right into a wall. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> start with what you got. You roll for a little while. You figure it out, and then yeah. you throw on a splitter, or then you throw on some more suspension or a mm. wing or something different and, and you learn it and you figure it out again and then you, you do something else. Yeah. Um, we see a, a lot of people that just go balls to the wall right off the bat and yeah. it doesn't end well. And uh, it's, it's a lot of people make the excuse like, oh, my car's not ready yet. That's dude, you're not. Do you, I do, do I, do I've been doing car. that for months. <laughs> but it's do like, you have four tires? Yeah. Do you have a steering wheel? Tire, do you have a seatbelt? Good tires, go. Good tires, good brakes, and non-blown shocks. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's all be you need. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it, yeah, the, the hyperdrive really woke me up, honestly. The car's great, man. Yeah. It's, it's okay. awesome. It's yeah. not bad. It needs work, but it's more ready than I realized. Hey, that shows you what you needed and what what will help you get to the next step. Definitely. It also helps when you have a motor that runs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah which it's been running. Didn't yeah. have for. That's true. But it's been it's been running for almost a year now. I just realized. I, I got you. Yeah. Really. And I've just been sleeping on it. I guess I don't know. I I'm don't know. in that same boat. It it happens. Yeah. And you get caught up and. Yeah. I kept telling myself like, all right, well, I need to do this first, and I need to do this first, and I need to get my seats in first, and I need to do my alignment first, and, and you know, whatever. You need to get tires. The first. seats thing is legit if you're trying to do HPDE, because if you have like a bucket seat for the driver, mm-hmm. the instructor gets real mad if you don't also have a bucket yep. seat. Yep, I never compromise on safety, no, I, especially yeah. for your passenger yeah. as well. That's that's not fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true story. Got like five point harnesses and a nice Sparco seat in the driver, and then there's the OE 200,000 mile. Yeah. Uh, tricolor. <laughs> right. yeah. Thanks, buddy. Here, yeah, here's so something fun. that I didn't really have on the show notes, but since the last time you recorded, you tracked the Swift. I did. I tracked old Swifty. Swifty. How did Swifty do it? Swifty sucks. Swifty <laughs> 5? Swifty 55 uh, is. I don't actually know that they know about that car on the show. Honestly, it's oh, a okay. 
2001 Suzuki Swift, the American model, which, which is, is a big Geo difference. Metro. It is a Geo Metro. It is a four-cylinder Geo Metro, which adds like three horsepower, I think. <laughs> Get it where it counts. <laughs> it's probably a much broader. I don't know. Power curve. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will say that, okay, so yeah, so I, I ran it at Dominion, uh, I did a track cross, it was raining, so a lot of people didn't show up, so for the second session they opened up the full course, Adam was there. Yep. Um, I think we had 16 their shares, 15 their shares. No, he said it was like 20. Yeah, it was oh, a huge wow. That's people who paid. Right, that's money you left he, behind. He literally, he literally told us there was over 20 people that just did not show up. Yeah. Didn't well, even right. bother to come. And then, That's like half the people. Yeah. Right. And then like even more people left before the second ches- yep. session started. Was it raining like during the event? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Lunchtime it started. I mean, four. running in the rain sucks, but it's great yeah. education. Yeah. I mean, how... And full course. I mean, what the fuck? Right? Or not? What the hell? Like, <laughs> you can't always get full yeah. course at Dominion, so yeah. take it. So where do they can. put the actual finish timer for that second half? Like right before the last turn? Right after the bridge. No, it was the after bridge. the bridge. So you go under, under the, bridge, the bridge, around the turn, and then it's literally like full course. Well, the only thing that they cut out was like, where we did full. I feel like you did one. I've now. I've done one where they basically did similar. I think that the, the yeah. timer was like right at the bridge though. I think it was right before he oh, turned okay. onto the straight, which it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So the timer, the end timer was like halfway after the bridge to the like the actual finish line, like wow. the checker. So you could line. actually go at like yes. on the straight side. So like too. I actually yeah. had a chance bit, yeah. to shift again. After the turn under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it was. That's cool. really neat. It was good. Um, Rain is the great equalizer. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, uh, I unless was... you're all wheel drive, then you just win. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the the yeah. guy in the Audi who was. Uh, yes, oh. Ivan is a very talented driver, and his car is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Is that the it's old so Audi that sounds insane? It's yeah. a 90 junkyard, junkyard engine, junkyard car. The turbo is as big as like I mean. I don't yeah. know what. Suck um, in. A watermelon. Yeah. Like that's that's his second one of those, right? Because the yep. first one crashed. At yeah. Dominion, really? yep. Yeah. That was a that was a sad day. Yep. Uh, was that a track cross? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was a track cross, yeah. And mm-hmm. it was going into the It was like the, the second to last one of the season. <sighs> that's where if you lift there, you're done. Yep. I, I don't remember. Oh, I, if go out there. I think it started to drizzle a little bit and he's running his slicks or something mm. so i think he was pushing it and counting on that grip and it just i was surprised went out. when i was at summit point and greg and me was going out on his civic si and they had to decide between slicks and wets they ended up going with wets but there was a lot of the field was on slicks in a fairly wet track mm-hmm. and they were not doing horrible because mm. it started to dry out throughout the race it was like a 40 minute race I was surprised that, you know, I thought, like, you know, any moisture plus slicks equals death is what yeah. I thought, but that's not really the case. I, I have no input on that because I just don't know. I've never really run slicks. I was informed not... I did bring slicks for the Swift and was asked not to run them yeah. by uh, not John, but the other guy. Who Hugo. Like, yeah, yeah, Hugo. He's cool. He's, He's very cool. cool. Really cool guy. Um, definitely a good experiment in car control if yeah. you yeah. want to try well, so that's that, what I was but, getting yeah. ready to say like I I had fun lifting lots of times around the track to bring the rear end around yeah. I mean just I mean the the Swift I mean the Swift weighs I, I don't actually know like maybe less than 2,000 pounds less. it's gotta be less than 2,000 do you think wow. so I don't know well it's got airbag and stuff right it has one airbag um, one yeah. <laughs> but I mean, what I didn't realize about it until like the weekend before the track event was that it actually has like an independent rear suspension with 
like a decently sized rear sway bar. So when I do lift, like, so turn um, maybe four or five, when you kind of like come back around alongside the back straight. Yep. When I lift there, I can carry the rear end all the way around and line myself up back. For that for little the chicane next, before yeah. that long right yes. hairpin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people were making fun of me. A lot of people were making fun of me for, because that's right where everybody staged to take off. And, I, you know, I, I drift that whole turn and people would come around like trying to be like a Corvette or like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> saying stupid shit like that. And I was just like, dude, I'm just running the course. You know, I'm just trying to post up a good time. Mm-hmm. And I did. I got better every time. Uh, my times improved every lap. And I did not post the slowest time of the day. And, and I consider that a win. And yes. you got to drive the car home. Yes, I did drive, that did, is your trophy. Did drive the car, the car home. home. I had the one. most fun of anybody there. I guarantee it. <laughs> that and consistency. Yes, consistency, consistency and improvement. Is, improvement, I'd say, yeah. more so than consistency. But I mean, well, as long as you're not putting down a good time and then reverting back. That's yeah. that's part of where my frustration with autocross started to come in. Because like after so long, mm-hmm. I got to the point where I'd be my second lap of the day was my best lap and I just couldn't hmm. top yep. it. You never top it, yep. yep. But see, this was literally the first time I had done any sort of motorsport event for years. six years. Yeah. So I had nothing to gain except education and seat time. Yep. That's awesome. So And like tracking a front wheel drive car, like I, I went out there fully. Oh, it's so different, man. It's fun. It's really fun. Like people like crap on front wheel driving you, on a track. Yeah. It's real fun. Yeah. I should <laughs> also, on a track is fun. I should also say, I should also say that. I used to crap on front wheel drive. <laughs> the Swift, I, ha- I have about $400 into the Swift right now. So I went, I went out there, I mean, not including the slicks because I didn't get to use them. So like, I went out there and I was like, if I roll this thing, I'm just going to leave it. I'll Uber home. I don't care. You know, like <laughs> there are other people that live in Richmond, you know, and if it blows up, it blows up. I'll put, I'll do something else with it. I don't care. I've been trying it's to sell the car. Too. Nobody wants mm-hmm. the car for obvious reasons. <laughs> so well, that's, that's the other key for, for this activity. I mean, yeah, but is that really a bad thing? Yeah. Right. That's that's the other key for this type of thing where it's like you can autocross your daily all you want and it's not gonna hurt it. Tracking mm. your daily, yeah, it's a definitely little, a little more sketchy, rare. a little sketchy, yeah. every, a little harder. Every time I took off from the start, Hugo was like, "That thing is letting out bigger and bigger clouds of smoke." <laughs> <laughs> Have you checked your oil recently? And I was like, "Nah, man, you know whatever." <laughs> there might be oil in it. Yeah. I don't know. It's still leaking out, so. It's like it's like if it's weeping from these points, you know that there is X X amount of oil in the. So at the end at the end of the run, Uh when I lifted my hood, there was still smoke coming up from where it was burning off the exhaust (laughs) from the valve cover leak. So that's when you know there's still a decent amount of oil left in it. If it's leaking from the top of the engine, you're good. Yep. Jesus. That's a good gauge. Except that doesn't work at all. Because <laughs> oil pumps are a thing. I'm telling you, I had more fun than anyone else. And I, I honestly, I think people were jealous of me because, like, the dude, uh, so one guy, he he took his, uh, it was the um, Subaru um, GT86. What's the Subaru version? BRZ. BRZ. And he, he wiped out and he rubbed the wall and he mashed his front bumper it was bad it was it's it's probably repairable but and then like ruined his day he was like you know this is my daily driver it's so clean it was really clean probably owes money on it yeah Yeah. and 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 he's looking at my car and he's like you know what like 
Buy a little Props, man, you know what? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, dude. Just, like, just yes. go on Craigslist, find the cheapest manual transmission running car that you can find, mm-hmm. and just beat the shit out yeah. of it. And that's how you have fun. No yeah. regrets. No, no regrets. No regrets. Hashtag send it, which I submit is the race car version of YOLO. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yep. Changed Absolutely. my mind. With you. I can't. Because nope. I agree with you. Yep. We were talking about Savannah Little. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love Savannah Little. I'm a big fan too, honestly. Savannah like Kevin both. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a cool guy. I actually met yeah. him for the first time at the Flim Flam thing. Yeah. I had talked to Savannah at the last Hyperfest, I think, just in passing. Mm-hmm. She looked really angry at this one. I think she was having mechanical problems. She, well, her hood came up, so she wasn't able to finish her, what, third session or something? I don't know. Gotcha. But I saw her at one was... point. Her car was on the dyno, and uh, it wouldn't stay running. Her, she was, like, walking around and did not look happy. It was yeah, pretty, um, she definitely had some trouble. <laughs> her EC, I think she's running Motec or something like that, um, but it was her traction control. Uh, they mm. couldn't get it to disengage, so whenever they started to go on the dyno, the traction control was screwing up because the rear was moving and the front wasn't. Are you talking about a Hyperfest? Yeah, yeah she, they, they, they had a mobile dyno. Yeah, dyno over, it. Like way back around, if you go all the way through the pits to the like left the and then keep going, where the, like um, the back it's back there. The formula experience was in the, the barn. You may not In one of the buildings? Right is, it, right, is it, is it like a trailer that shows up? Or yeah, like yeah, a trailer. trailer. It's okay. a mobile, right. mobile right. dyno. Okay, so she was up on that, but they finally got her uh, traction control to disengage. So I think she put down a few poles, but yeah, yeah. And the uh, Z33, and the um, the 350Z, 350Z, yep. yeah. yeah. But she is, she's a great inspiration to me and a lot of other women. Um, she's really active on social media, which is great. Yes. Uh, she's really relatable and. They're they're just two people. Her and Kevin are just two people doing this really cool thing, and they're working so hard. They run Apex Garage together. Um, they both have race cars, and they just a, moved too. Yeah, to yeah, they moved yeah. down to Atlanta so that she can work at Eurofed. Apparently, her mom is like really into. Yeah, her mom is also too, a race car driver as which well. Which is pretty I think, awesome. I yeah, think her mom has gotten into it through Savannah. Yeah, pretty recently. Savannah so started out as a model. Which she she is drives amazing. a GT86, I think. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, do you follow the Miss Manual podcast? Oh, I do not. Or I Instagram guess I should. Or I I tried to listen to the most recent episode, but it was about pilots, and I just turned. Oh yes, yeah, so I yeah. didn't care. We're talking was... about people that fly airplanes. Yes, not the crappy Honda vehicle that. <laughs> 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 Damn Honda is, is pilots! Honda pilots are a recurring joke on this podcast now. Is it though? So uh, my well, that can it next not time be? I think they're great cars. Right. At Lions Garage, stay tuned. God no. So on one of our first episodes, we yeah. were talking about Honda pilots. I don't even remember how it came up. And somebody was like, I submitted that they were great vehicles, and y'all wanted to shit all over. Oh, no, he wanted to shit all over. I don't oh, like them. I am, pointing. I am neutral in this. Yeah. I don't like them. And so I uh, I, I talked about that for a couple of minutes. A <laughs> couple um, <And laughs> of minutes. And then my brother, who listened to the show, right? Shout out to your brother. Sent me a picture of him kneeling next to his <laughs> on the pilot, like a selfie flicking me off. That's awesome. That's it was so pretty funny. great. And then he kept texting me about it, like, um, like any time. Which, which brother is this? Patrick. Patrick. Like text, like point one pilot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my argument was how. How does anyone have strong feelings, positive or negative, about a Honda Pilot? <laughs> yeah, so they're just kind of there. They no, exist. that's not true. They're they're 
All right, so the V6, I mean, depending on what generation we, okay. Do you how want do you, how do you like, how, that's fine. How because the like Honda V6 is a great motor. Yes. It's like nowadays, yeah. like, okay, so for example, the one that was at VIR, at Hyperfest, the brand new Honda Odyssey, they were running the stock 10-speed automatic transmission. Is it a 10-speed? Yeah. Yes, it's a 10-speed, mm. which, I mean, whatever. But the Eco, or excuse me, Earth Dreams... V6 that's in that car is like 260 horsepower or something like that. It's ridiculous. The, it's it's all aluminum. If, if I would imagine it'd be more than that, otherwise they'd be way behind Toyota. They took they took it down a little bit when they went to the in the Earth Dreams Eco thing. Because the 2GR is is nudging 300 now. Is it in the in the Camrys and the Siennas? So I'm saying like if you get like an all-wheel drive Honda Pilot, you know, you get the intake plenum uh, spacer, which adds torque. So you've got. Mm -hmm. Good torque and an all-wheel drive car. You've got like 230 horsepower. I mean, let's say let's call it 200 on like a used car, which is more than your Civic, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, more than your CRV. Let's race yeah. pilots, man. Let's lower some pilots. Let's race so, them. They're all-wheel uh, drive. Then I don't understand because you okay, you're you're waxing poetic about pilots right now. Yet anytime I say the word ridgeline, you. Sh all over it because they're garbage it's literally I, the I exact heard. same vehicle okay. they're so goofy looking i love them so much that's if the problem want... they're the same vehicle it's so goofy <laughs> if you want a ridgeline to be an suv cool good for you and i support that because i also feel like i would like to have a pickup truck but really i just want to carry things if you're buying a ridgeline to tow stuff mm. r.i.p because it's yeah. done. Yeah. It's not, not a built. truck. I, I it's even actually on... not a truck. It's just an it's SUV. A it's a pilot with yeah. some yeah. extra space. Yeah. I, it's it's a really well engineered truck, except for the transmission. It's not a truck. Stop yeah. calling it a okay. truck. Okay. It's a really well engineered vehicle, except for the transmission. Transmission. Yes. Absolutely. And that's really the only downside yeah. to. I mean, it's but it happens in the Odysseys, the Pilots, the Ridgelines, all the. I went on the call it a shocked UTV. I went on the forums <laughs> to just to like see what was really the skinny on the transmission, and everyone mm -hmm. was like, "You got to change the transmission oil with the engine oil just to keep fresh fluid no. in there." No, like, I mean, oh every gosh. they recommend like every fifteen thousand miles. It's crazy, like. I, but even uh, then, it's kind of. Like, I'll just go buy a Forerunner. Sorry. Okay, but could you get that rear roll down window? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying perfect camping vehicle. Could you lower end of race? A forerunner? No. We, okay. Okay. No. Nope. You couldn't do that with a ridgeline or really a pilot either. You could do it with a pilot. Fight me. See, that's the beauty <laughs> of the CRV. You can't get a pilot with, an auto, like, with a manual transmission, though. A pilot? Yeah. Can you get them with a manual? I don't know. Can you? Mm, I don't, I don't think, think that was a thing. Think so. That's what, what I'm saying. Weird. You can't get you them. You cannot. With, yeah, no, you can't get okay. them yeah. with a CRV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. I thought you were saying yeah. you can get the forerunner with a manual. And an yeah, yeah. Is your element a manual? It is no. not, unfortunately. Uh, I know. But I mean, that's the beauty of the CRV. Like, you can really Frankenstein it with Civic parts. I'm telling you, man, the CRV is the greatest car ever made. The first gen CRV, I'll say it now, I'll say it until the day I day. The first gen CRV is the greatest car ever ever. What other car has a table that comes out? A table, man! It's amazing! The table. We used that extensively last year. Yeah, we did. Did you use it this year? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yes, we did. Weight reduction. Every pound we can get. Man, uh, the uh, second gen CRVs also have a table. Just that. Yeah. And a case. I think the second gen table still fits into the first gen. Does it really? I think so. Good, because right. my table's legs have rusted off. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. It's JDM, though. It's JDM. It is. So it's like the JDM. Speaking of JDM, have you ever considered getting the full mark CRV 
rear door and bumper for your car? I have, but it would be yeah, yeah exactly. six hundred or more. Money. Yeah. Plus, I'd have to paint it. Well, paint match it black spray paint. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like it. it would clean it up a lot. It would. It looks okay. Sending it into all those corners and then having you know even more expensive bodywork. I don't mm. know. Like going off at Patriot, I, I was very lucky to not hit anything. I say for six hundred bucks, you can buy a whole new set of RA seven RE seventy one. Exactly. And that's yeah, just for the door, and then you still have that weird, like, bumper uh, divot. Yeah, yeah, yeah for the rear tire yeah. carrier. It would look, definitely look nice in the rear bumper, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but I mean, see, at that point, I started thinking about, like, the, the RAV4s that I was looking at briefly, that, that generation that you could get the V6. That generation, you could get it with the rear, the spare tire on the rear, or without. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it looks real weird without it. I, yeah. I, I like it with it a lot better. I, okay. It, it just looks, it's too big to be a real hatchback, so it looks funky without the rear tire. I have no love for the RAV4. Mm. Yeah, they don't do it for me. I've always wanted to see someone track really like I do like the, v, the, v, the V6 RAV4, while it was being sold, was the fastest 0 to 60 car that Toyota had on the market. Mm. Wow. That's just sad. Right? Because it, it was the 2GR V6, which is a great motor, it's a good motor. with all-wheel drive. Okay. Wow. So, In the hmm. shittiest car. On the market, I'm probably getting one of those as a service vehicle. I'm An older sorry. one, yeah. yeah they're good. Like, like that. that. I, I like them. He hates them. I like them. I, they're terrible. You don't ride. You don't drive a Rav Four. You ride on a Rav Four. <laughs> you driven my Matrix? Huh? It's like driving a bus. The Matrix. The Matrix. You, no. sit, you sit up so high, and the steering wheel is almost like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fair. not. It's not great. But the Rav Four seats are made literally of like, I mean, name a hard surface, marble. What? The seats—they're terrible. They're so uncomfortable. Oh, the Matrix. The is suspension. Well, I'm talking about Rav Fours. Right. The suspension is rock hard shit. If you have the all-wheel drive model, they stiffen the suspension too to make because it's heavier. Mm -hmm. Made it even worse. Supposedly, there's one company out there that makes sway bars for it, but that's about mm, it. Okay, well, yeah. cool. Who was it the other week that we heard say you don't drive a Miata? You uh, wear that a was Miata, the here's the gasly guys. Yeah, yeah. you it's don't not, drive a Miata, it's you wear it. Wow, it's okay. not that bad. I would love a Miata. I uh, you'll have if, one if the still sold doesn't work out, I think I'll go with the Miata. The should work out pretty yeah. good though. I think. I think you'll like front wheel drive. Yeah, I'm nice really used to all-wheel drive, platform. so front-wheel drive will be totally yeah, different yeah, for, for me. Sure. Uh, it's it's fun, especially in the rain. I'm sure you experience this in the Swift because you just you go into a turn, and you lift, and it starts to slide, mm -hmm. and then you balance the throttle to that point throttle, where you can just just hold Carry it right it. there, yep. Yep. and it just that's, sits. That's what I was saying. I was doing on. I think it's turn four. You got to help me. Yeah, out turn, yeah it's four, four, four into five. So you get, you get one going into that like alley of right. Jersey walls. Yeah, well, you get like two and three is that like double the apex. Long double apex. And then four goes into four that. Four is the one that goes into the straight alongside the back yes. straight. Yeah, but yeah. So turn four is the one where I can lift. Swing the rear end out and then like just up, like you said, maintenance mm -hmm. throttle all the way to turn five and then carry five all yeah. the way through to the chicane. I, I learned so much in the rain because I was on my like eight billion year old dry rotted all season. <laughs> I was on pizza cutters, dude, like literally one eighty five sixties. Me too. I was oh on the, the stock me out of bottle cap wheels. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it just just go into a turn, just yeah. throw it in and This is on the Corolla. The yeah, and the FX Corolla the FX sixteen. Yeah. GTS. GTS. What is the, um, not GTS, is it the FX what? It's just the, so you have the Corolla FX, mm -hmm. which has a carbureted motor. Okay. Then you have the FX16, which has the 4AGE, but not all the suspension stuff and the aero stuff. Okay. And the GTS has better springs, 
uh, better sway bars, a rear spoiler, side skirts, and a better front bumper. So they're they're both FX sixteens though. Yes. So, so it's not like the AE eight six and the AE eight five, which is like no. There's three. Yeah, there's three versions. Yeah. Okay. So you can get the FX sixteen, which still has the four AG. Yeah. And the GTS has the four AG plus gotcha. goodies. I think it might also have rear disc brakes, whereas the regular FX sixteen does not. I think. Hmm. Okay. So yours has that. rear discs. Yes. Okay. The base FX I know has drums. Right. What is Brian's? His was a base FX, base. and then he swapped in the 4AG. Right, I did know that. But does he have the rear uh, discs? or? He, I believe he has rear discs in his. I think he's in that swap, too. We have him on here. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, his, car, his car is a lot of fun. His car is clean. His car is super very clean. clean. He let me he let me drive it one time. We swapped we swapped cars at a track cross one time. Yeah, yeah really. That's for, awesome. For a that's run or two, the that's what, at the point because like I had been really let down with my homemade coilovers because they clunk like driving on the and literally driving that car anywhere but on the track yeah. sucks. Like it's <laughs> terrible and it clunks, makes all kinds of horrible noises, <laughs> and it's terrible. But on the track, it's like right at home. Yeah. Whereas his car is great on the street mm -hmm. and everywhere, but like you get on the track and it feels so soft. Uh, like it, even with those stuff, right? I mean, no, he has BC oh, coilovers. Oh really? Huh. Like even with those coilovers, they're so soft compared to yeah. what I'm used to in mine. Like I was pitching into turns and it was just like rolling way over, and I'm like, this is with coilovers. Yeah, he yeah. consistently wow. has tire rub problems. Yeah, he needs, He. I feel like it needs way stiffer springs. Whatever he has on it is not. Does he also have adjustable dampening? We're talking about him like he's not going to listen to this. He's going to yeah. listen to this and he's going to be mad at us. He might. I mean, his... His his car is awesome. We just like want he, you to go faster when I yeah, I, I met him when we I want was you to do the hyperdrives next year, bro. When I worked at Toyota yeah, a yeah. while back, um, he would come in and they actually had him. He was such a frequent customer, they had him on like a wholesale account. Okay. For, oh my gosh. For a discount. Yeah. He, he buys like he time. literally like every time he needs a grommet. He's a very, buys it from Toyota. He's and very meticulous. He's so meticulous. Wow. And I respect him like I mean, his that car because I could is not have the beautiful. For that. It's as so a good. Wow. It's gorgeous. Hey, that's good. That. Yeah. yeah. Super jealous. So like his his he like goes to all the shows and stuff, which I that car is worthy of because it's yeah. that's awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. But like for, for I mean just for track stuff. It could be a little more hardcore, but that's not what he does with it all the time. He, drives but it on he the wants street. to. He did a hyperdrive last year. Or did he do the Yeah, no, he did. He did. He did he did both. He did a hyperdrive and parade lapse. And he's done a bunch of circuit crosses and stuff too. Mm, yeah. Um I mean if it was a little bit stiffer, I think it'd be a, a lot a lot better. But there there's no room under those fenders. You try to run we're both running two oh fives and I'm running on stilts. Like his car is low. Mine yeah. mine is basically stock height. Wow. But there's no room under those fenders to stuff even two oh fives in there. Mm -hmm. It just rubs on everything. Wow. Huh. So it's it's a struggle. Break out the hammer. Well, that's I, mean, I, I broke out the angle grinder. He oh man. Brian has rolled had his fenders rolled. I think he cut something out of the rear it's, end. He's like adjusted the height a bunch of different times. And he's the problem the rear like crazy. is it has these little fender moldings that are like yeah. all, they're not flares, but they're like they go along the lip of the fender and they are they go in like an oh, inch yeah. inside. So you have to trim, you have to like cut the trim off. To do it and then like there's no way to like keep it on the fender like all those clips are broken and rusted okay. away mm -hmm. so really the best way to do it is to get mark 2 golf gti 
fender flares from for yes. the Euro spec cars yes. that have the small bumpers. Yes. They're if you trim them like to fit where the bumper ends, are almost a direct like nice. perfect fit, and you can double sided tape them on and then trim your fender underneath. Those are good flares, anyways. Huh. And you can get them for a hundred bucks on eBay out of Serbia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not on my Serbian priority list right parts. now, but speaking of which, speaking of Serbia. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. I know. I know. Listen to this. Code. Shout out to any listener we have in Serbia. Who's <laughs> um, my? Let's face it, just a hacker. Yeah, probably. <laughs> my boss told me that he needed a, a part for his race car, a door handle like latch for BMW, right? For the E46. Ah, uh, yeah, right. So he needed, uh, he needed, he needed, I can't remember, some internal part or like the actual plastic broke or something like that. And he was like, I know I can go down to Cap and get one for like $12 and they probably got 47 of them. Yeah. But like eBay is a thing and I could not leave my house. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so he, bought, he bought one on eBay for like $10 or something like that. Shipped to his house from Serbia. Oh my uh, gosh. What, what, what part was it? Just okay. like, a, like a door handle latch uh, piece or something like that. Like the clip for the I, or whatever? I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what it was. On your ST-165 Celica, the rear subframe mount bushings that I put in on uh -huh. that thing came from either Bulgaria or Serbia. It was like okay. the only place that had them. Gotcha. I ordered them. It took them like a month and a half to get here. All right. Yeah. This is a good story. <laughs> R.I.P. That's I have a few carbon parts on my Civic made in Lithuania. Most of my chassis bracing is Malaysia. Oh, yeah. Ultra? Yeah. They make a lot of good stuff for Corollas, too. Yeah, they make Ooh. They make a lot of stuff now. Brian has one. I was going to say, I wonder years. if that would help Brian out at all he with has, any of that role. He's got the, the one that connects like the mounting points for the front the, control arms, uh, which I really, really the tie want. Bar. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon for like 90 bucks. I just haven't mm. put the cash down. They're strong. I mean, my tie bar in the rear is what I use as my jack point. Because oh, nice. Yeah, it bolts over top of your OE jack point. So mm. I just said, screw it. He hit, he hit, Brian hit like a big rock or a cinder block or I something. And it like it hit right on that bar. And the oh. bar just kind of like bent a little bit, but it was fine. Saved like, wow. everything else behind yeah. it. Yeah, that's good. The idle air control valve that I had to get for the Swift. The shift came from Turkey, I believe. It was mm. for like a Suzuki four-wheel drive thing, and it was like I could have gotten the one for my car for three hundred and eighty dollars, or I could get this one from Turkey for sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I made that one work. Yep. Speaking of eBay, I was looking at brake cooling ducting mm. hose stuff. Dryer and hose. Yeah. Um, it's like neoprene. You want like the fiberglass if, impregnated neoprene. If you haven't bought me yet, I, I bought some from Butler Built. It's good stuff. Like, is that cheaper like than... Like aeronautics stuff. I, can, like, like, I, can I was looking at Pegasus Racing and it was like, for a, for a two and a half inch by like 12 foot, it was like 80 like bucks. I, I was like, that seems like a lot. Uh, <laughs> I can look it up. eBay had it for like um, 40 is that the point you're oh, trying wow. to make? eBay sells it for cheap. Yeah, eBay had it for cheap. Mm -hmm. I think everything that I have in my uh, my brake ducts that uh, I haven't put on yet, but as far um, as materials, is yeah. like $115. I can't fit. Like, I was under the car all day today with the splitter off, like, looking at it. I cannot figure out how to route brake ducts on that car without hitting the axle or the sway bar or the engine crank pulley or um, something. I cannot I figure out how to, how to run it. I don't know if you can do it, but... Um, Z06 um, brake ducts. They sell them on eBay for like 45 bucks for a pair. 
um, you can bolt it up to the um, actual, you know, unit body right room. there. Yeah, uh, back behind there, behind the tire, and it mm -hmm. actually goes from, you know, a circle where you actually mount your hoses, then it goes into like a very thin oval. That way, you can turn your wheel full lock, and then it, you know, Ooh. it comes so like out right behind. Duct that more than a. It, it's uh, it's for the stock Z06 brake ducting. But does it but, pull like pull air into the brakes, or does it like? Yeah, you, you'll okay. you'll set up your hose in the front of the bumper, connect it to that, and then it basically has almost like a ninety degree turn. Okay, that'll go right to your uh, dust shielding. Because I know like some other that's, cars. That's can't. another problem I had is I I threw the dust shields away a long yeah. time yeah. ago. I know like some other cars can't like there's like you said there's no space for like intake brake ducts so instead they have the dust shield will have like a gap at the back and then like a duct to the fender or like out to the underside of the chassis or whatever that evacuates the air hmm. that's true i know that works a lot on like the like for evacuating air out of the fender wells in general too mm -hmm. yeah so you on your splitter you have like the i forget what they're called but the things that kind of come up uh, diffusers on it. Is that what it's called? The mm -hmm. diffusers. Do those like go up by the, the by the wheels? Is that where they go? Like um, you can position them pretty much any way, um, but unfortunately with my splitter, the way that it is, uh, and the front bumper, it's kind of um, want to call it short. Yeah, it's not very deep. I had to position them in only a few different ways, so they kind of do aim towards my uh, my brakes and everything, but. I know Landon, he has his more so on the end of the splitter, so that way that uh, negative air pressure zone that it creates, it really sucks down the sides of his splitter. Mm. Whereas mine, it probably, it helps out with downforce, but I think like you said, it, it probably diverts a lot of that airflow towards my brakes. At Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Not and you get all. some air moving over them, coming out. Exactly. I think this my... the most science we've ever had on this podcast. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a kind of an issue for me because after the last HPD I did, I'm, I'm still running the, the um, not Hawk. Uh, Porterfields. The Porterfield HP R4S pads, which are street and autocross pads, mm -hmm. which I've been running on the MR2 for like 10 years, with, which is great, but with the Corolla, I feel like with that amount of braking, it just glazed the crap out of them. Yeah. So, like, now I went to go drive it on the street, and I felt like I had to push the pedal so hard to make them do anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at just anything I can do to cool those front brakes off. The same position, because uh, with the track day pads, the power stops, they were excellent, but it was, what, my second or third session out after, uh, during grid life, they started, I, I thought I had to bleed my brakes again. Cause there's no bite. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd press the pedal down and typically, you know, it bite in at about 30%, but I was pressing it down to like 60% and I was like, this doesn't feel right yeah. at all. So I'll probably look into something else eventually after I see what the actual ducting does. I, I mentioned this to Eric, who's been doing road racing for a long time. He said that if the pads glaze, Literally, he's just t before he's just taking them off the calipers between sessions mm -hmm. and just like yep. rub them on the concrete yep. on the floor really? and put them back on. Anything you oh. can do to take that top layer off. So it's I was just like, if you just got like a two by four and yep. wrapped it in sandpaper, just yeah, yep. that'd be pretty good. Or just bring like, I mean, like literally, like a like a two thousand grit, just hit it one time. Yeah, yeah, anything you can yeah, do. That's not too bad. So. Okay. I mean, it's kind of a pain in the dick, but you know, if that's what you need to do to keep racing, you know, yeah, to be yeah. able to break. I mean, I'm because I, I was I'm I'm looking to replace the pads because they're getting kind of low now, 
they're kind of getting to that spot where you could replace them or not. Yeah. Um, the R4S's are 75 bucks for the front. Or I can do the R4s, which are like full track pads for like 155. That's double. It's literally double. And I'm like, I don't know. But if they glaze after like one day, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I mean, do you, have you tried like vented rotors? They are vented rotors. Okay. Definitely. They're also upsized to MR2 rotors instead of the stock FX rotors. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. R.I.P. That's why I'm looking at like brake ducting, but I can't figure out how to how to wrap the shit. So I'll take a look at it. Just like cut holes in your hood and put like a PVC tube down through your shock tower. <laughs> right. <and just> like, <laughs> through the shock tower. Yeah, shock tower. That's not structural <laughs> at all. It. You know, you don't need it. I mean, <laughs> look at like the BRZ with the they don't the shock tower like half of it's plastic. You know, what that's true. Just point it at the. It's like already almost tubbed caliper. Yeah, yeah, well, not tub, but... Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's cut out. You just add modified, the tub to yeah. it. Well, cool. Uh, do you guys want to plug your Instagram or anything? Or social media stuff? Um, Instagram, uh, you can pretty much type in RaceUV. It's RaceUV underscore EJ8, but I'm pretty sure if you type RaceUV in, then, yeah. like, I'm the only thing that pops up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. For yeah, sure. absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, my Instagram handle is Kate Veers, V as in Victor, E-H-R-S. Uh, I post lots of CRV stuff. I try to keep everybody updated with where we're at. Uh, we travel quite a bit. So. She's she's a lot better at posting than I am. So. Cool. What you got, Pierce? Um, at uh, Save Bedro eighty eight, and also at Free Candy Media. What you got, Corey? C dot Crehan for pictures of good food and ripped pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes medical equipment. Sometimes medical equipment. <laughs> I'm at the Daily Downshift, and you can follow more detailed build type stuff at the Daily Downshift.blogspot.com. We also have a email address now. If you'd like to email us questions and or show topic ideas, please send us show topic ideas. Please go. Um, it is beer and backfire at gmail.com. And I just made a Facebook page for the podcast also so you can look up beer and backfire podcast on facebook you know i'll make a post before a weekend where we're going to record and send us comments and stuff and we'll answer questions or talk about whatever you want thanks for listening have a good night i really want pizza you really want pizza? I, I have some old. I don't know if it's still good. I have some old pizza in the fridge. If you want, yeah, it. I don't know if that's the best description. Of, uh, <laughs> it's been there for like offering something to somebody. If you want, so it, I have this pizza. It's three weeks old. It's pretty old. <laughs> it's just been sitting there. It looks there. like a science experiment at this point. But By the way, welcome to it. The spicy, um, what is it? Buffalo chicken pizza from Papa John's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. You know what's actually also really good is the buffalo chicken pizza at CC's. I could not for tell you four the last years. Time. <laughs> what's that? She's been trying to drag me to CC's for like four Why would you I want to relive it's my just, childhood memories. It's good though, dude. Yeah. And they still have those like red marbled semi-clear plastic right. cups. <laughs> yes, of course. Who yes. doesn't? What self-respecting pizza joint? Doesn't. It's not that like semi-clear too. Red it's not legit cups. though, unless you advertise local businesses on the side. <laughs> <laughs> or have like a broken Pac-Man machine in the yeah. Yeah. Jim, Jim Bob's plumbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
unnecessary. 90s. Uh, I want to open a pizza shop and have those glasses with made-up businesses on them. Like, <laughs> like Top Gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Peniston's Biscuits or whatever. <laughs> I want to buy... It. it was Larson's Biscuits and Peniston's... Oh, Why God. do you know? Why do you know? Because <laughs> it was Arse Biscuits was what it said oh, okay. when you opened the door. Arse it said Arse Biscuits. <laughs> Can I buy 10 for free candy? I want to buy 10 free candy cups, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Here's your kid's cup. No. Here, you can have this kid's cup. 